Okay, we're live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest, a returning guest. His name is Dr. Eric Carlstrom. And we spoke in the past about uh, electronic harassment and gang stalking. And I know he's done so much research. His websites, he has two that I know of. One is 9-11 NWO, and the other one is gang stalking mind control cults. And I've kind of been on this kind of research arc of MK Ultra, so I invited him back. The title of this show, which I'm going to put, and if you're watching on YouTube, is going to be Descent into Hell, CIA, MK Ultra's Torture Doctors, Scientists, Spies, and Politicians, Hall of Shame, Rogues Gallery, and there are a lot of rogues in this whole study of uh, mind control. I had Kit Clarenberg on this morning, and we talked about the MK Ultra's move, I mean, into the present, really, into these black sites and these torture sites and the implementation of these sensory deprivation techniques upon people who are thrown in Guantanamo and other black sites around the world. So I'm delighted to have Dr. Eric Carlstrom back, and he can talk more about that. So Dr. Carlstrom, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you very much, William. It's good to be back with you again. And yes, this is an enormous topic. Um, when I retired from 30 years teaching uh, at three universities in 2011, I kind of was looking forward to playing bluegrass banjo and walking uh, in the mountains in my home in Colorado. But I wound up uh, doing a lot of research because I was so curious about this New World Order thing that uh, I started a, a series of articles. Uh, is Crestombaca, Colorado, the Vatican City of the New World Order. Uh, an expose of the new world religion, which I think very much overlaps with your interests. And uh, as I got through this thing, started in 2011, and now it's got 12 parts and something like 123 appendices. My part six took a whole year to write in the year 2012. It's called Mind Control History and Applications. And that's on my 911nwo.com site and also my gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com website. And uh, this, uh, this subject um, is very, very dark. In fact, you might even say this is uh, the secret weapon of the New World Order. Um, I'm inspired uh, to read for our audience because I don't want this to be too black, but it gives you a sense. I've been rereading, uh, William, the uh, trilogy, The uh, Lord of the Rings, which I read a long time ago, and now I'm enjoying it again. But, of course, you're familiar if you've read the series, One Ring to Rule Them All, One Ring to Find Them, One Ring to Bring Them All, and in the darkness, bind them in the land of Mordor where the shadows lie. Um, amazing prescience on the part of this author, J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, now we have, of course, uh, um, Noah Yuval Harari, the... Uh, one of the chief advisors to uh, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum, saying that the rise of the digital dictatorship will monitor everyone all the time. This danger can be stated in the following simple equation, which could be the defining equation of life in the 21st century. B times C times D equals AHH, where B equals biological knowledge, C equals computing power, D equals data, and AHH equals the ability to hack humans. Okay, so now he thinks humans are hackable animals with no more 
free will. He says, with enough biological knowledge, computing power and data, you can hack my body, my brain and my life. And of course, we're well on, on the way to doing this now with the brain to brain interface of uh, uh, the, the CIA and DARPA and the Pentagon cloud and the brain to computer interface, which is the CIA supposedly uh, had that kind of sorted out in 1969. Um, he says, you know, my personality. And then, of course, there's the uber surveillance or active surveillance, full spectrum surveillance that they that the uh, military and the in, uh, intelligence agencies have perfected over the past 60, 70 years. He says, you know, my personality type, my political views, my sexual preferences, my mental weaknesses, my deepest fears and hopes. You know more me, more about me than I do. This is, again, Noah, Yuval, Yuval Noah Harari. I can do this to everyone. A system that understands us better than we understand ourselves can predict our feelings and decisions, can manipulate our feelings and decisions, and can ultimately make decisions for us. He says, soon a handful of corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people electromagnetically remotely. Humans should get used to the idea they're no longer mysterious souls. They are now hackable animals. In the coming decades, AI and biotechnology will give us godlike abilities to re-engineer life, and even to create completely new life forms. After 4 billion years of organic life shaped by natural selection, we're about to enter a new era of inorganic life shaped by intelligent design, our intelligent design. We are the driving force for the evolution of life now. And of course, this scenario, these these madmen, these, these maniacs who are now apparently running the world and the COVID fraud and all these other frauds, uh, COVID, uh, the World Economic The Congress. Ukraine war fraud, I mean, all that stuff. What? There's that, no reason for us to be. I'm just saying there's no reason for the U.S. to be in Ukraine. That well, that's right. It's all war. part of this gigantic, well, it's full-spectrum warfare against us using mind control and bioweapons, you know, the vaccine and the COVID, and, uh, you know, information warfare, economic warfare, shutting down the supply chains, and, of course, the, the, the hot war, threatening nuclear war, all of this is trauma-based mind control as well. So I think that, you know, it's, okay, let me, before I get into the, the bigger implications, let me just give the basics of, of what has uh, happened. Bright Light on Black Shadows by Dr. Ronnie Lena Lukanen Kilda, uh, the chief medical officer, former chief medical officer of Finland, brilliant later, who was a targeted individual herself between 1985 and 2015 when she was killed, I think, remotely with a electromagnetically, electro, electromagnetically induced heart attack. Uh, you know, she just puts it very clearly in this book, who's very poorly edited, but she says that today's super technology connecting our brain functions via microchips, and then parentheses, or without them, according to the latest technology, to computers, supercomputers, via satellites in the U.S. or Israel, poses the gravest threat to humanity. Uh, latest supercomputers are powerful enough to monitor the whole world. Okay, that's where we are now. Well, you know, nothing comes from nothing. Um, and in my gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com website, which I started in 2016, I became a target individual in 2013. Interestingly enough, I became aware of it the year after I wrote that article about mind control history and applications. Maybe not a coincidence. Um, and uh, and that article that I think you've got posted, Mind Control History and Applications, which took me all the year 2012 to write, 
in which I just basically reviewed about 40 or 50 books on the subject, which I was not familiar with because I taught physical geography at three universities, not psychology, not neurology, not cognitive studies or anything like that. But I've had to become up to speed. And uh, in reading these uh, 40, 50 books and reviewing them, then I wrote this article and I got all the way from, oh, let's say, uh, starting with Wilhelm I to the first uh, father of modern psychology back in Germany, who's supposedly the grandson of an Illuminatus, uh, over to Ivan Pavlov in Russia, you know, the Pavlov's dog thing, which Lenin used to control his own people, uh, that those ideas. And, and Alan Dulles was very much a Pavlovian disciple, he says. Um, and uh, then I move up through the uh, Macy conferences starting in World War II, which were precursor then to the MK Ultra and all of the other U.S. military and CIA and uh, uh, mind control uh, projects in which the military and the CIA with infinite support had a basically a uh, Manhattan Project of the Mind in the 40s and 50s, in which they were spending about a billion dollars a year, according to Alfred McCoy, uh, Dr. Alfred McCoy at the University of Wisconsin, who wrote A Question of Torture, CIA Interrogation from the Cold War to the War on Terror. So that ties in with your interview this morning. Um, McCoy uh, traces a lot of this back to these CIA programs as well. Uh, as do many, many other authors. I've got nearly 2,000 posts now on my gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com website, which I began in 2016. I realized I was targeted in 2013. My life went down. My life has been down. I have been on the front lines of a war, and I've been trying to be a war cons correspondent at the same time I'm fighting a battle, which is not easy for a guy who's 72 years old, but I'm strong, um, you know, and i don't give up easy, and I don't succumb easy. But I believe there are millions of targeted individuals around the world whose lives have been destroyed and are being destroyed by this system for whatever reason they get on the terrorism watch list uh, because they run afoul of somebody and it goes through the fusion centers of the DHS, et cetera. It's a whole system. But I believe now after, okay, 2016 to 2022, that's uh, at six years, six years of research on this and experience, uh, 2,000 posts on my website. It's, I mean, it's 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 sorted out, man. I've got it figured out. And it's not that I'm brilliant. It's that I hey, I can read. I can research. Many, many other targeted individuals like Dr. Ronnie Kilda have been very brave, very brilliant in deconstructing what this program is. And now uh, I find that, uh, well, once in a while I get a, uh, some gratifying comments on this website. Here's one I got today from Joe Brandyberry. I am a targeted individual, and I truly believe I am alive today because of the information I discovered on this website. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I get a little positive feedback once in a while. I'm glad it, that's what it's for. It's to help targeted individuals realize what's happening to them because it's a shock and awe program. It's designed to destroy the individual with the five Ds of uh, British uh, GCHQ, General uh, Communications Headquarters. Uh, you know, the deceive, destroy, disrupt, degrade, and one other, I can't remember, uh, deny. Um, it's war. It's, it's psychological warfare. Psychological warfare rather. Using the techniques that were developed a long time ago in the Macy's Conference and MK Ultra and uh, 
Project Bluebird, Artichoke, uh, Navy's Chatter, MK Delta, as it turns out, came after uh, uh, the MK Ultra, and it basically applied those same techniques and technologies and used them in foreign uh, settings. Well, that's a perfect description then for what was going on, I think, in the Stay Behind Armies in post-World War II Western Europe, including- Gladio, Gladio Armies. What's that? Gladio Armies, the Gladio Armies. Exactly. Gladio was the name of it in Italy, but it was all over Western Europe. It was to take out leftist political movements. And, you know, so uh, I think what we have then is the operational use of these MKUltra mind control uh, subprojects. And they have been in use ever since, but of course, with uh, great deniability. But yes, this is a torture system, a no-touch torture system. Just to let people know, and I've stated this in other talks, I talked to Chris Knowles, MKUltra was originally not about individuals, it was about social control. That was, The people sometimes miss the, the broader point of MKUltra. It wasn't just to create a mind control assassin, that was a subpart. The overarching intent was for so post-war social control of nations, of people, of societies. That's right. Yeah, social engineering is a term they would use. Risk management would be a term they use now. You know, they would get funding for government programs, which they would then farm out now to private security agencies of, with ex-military, ex-police, ex- quasi, Quasi-private, right? Yeah, they, actually, these revolving are... Revolving door stuff, yeah. Revolving door stuff. So this is kind of a retirement program for ex-military, ex-police, and, and ex-intelligence people. You know, they can work 20 years with the government to get their retirement, and then they can go double their salary and work with these private security agencies and go target their neighbors. Hey, this is a good deal if you're willing to sell your soul to, to the devil and destroy your own country. But that's very much the system we have now. We have we have secret armies here all over the world now, certainly in America, like the stay behind armies in Western Europe uh, that are funded with taxpayer dollars. But anyway, we should go back to MK Ultra. Okay, so what's this talk about supercomputers and satellites and electromagnetic frequencies and brain-to-brain uh, interface and brain-to-computer interface? What's that got to do with MK Ultra? Well, again, 149 subprojects. Uh, the the military, the CIA, uh, contracts with the best and brightest scientists from across the land at the top institutions. And uh, one of the things that happened about that time, which comes out in a movie called The Minds of Men, which I also think I've sent to you uh, my uh, transcription of that excellent movie by Aaron and Melissa Dykes. You see there uh, one of the cast of characters here, one of the 41 uh, demon <laughs> demon scientists. I think some of them were well-intentioned, but they, their, their work was certainly misused. Uh, for humanity, but was one was Dr. Norbert Wiener, mathematician at MIT, child prodigy, protege of Sir Lord Bertrand Russell. Well, mm-hmm. for Bertrand Russell is an, an atheist eugenicist of the highest order and a mathematician as well and, and a philosopher. And uh, Norbert Wiener, uh, again, a genius, uh, invented, uh, well, he, he's the father of cybernetics. Cybernetics is the putting together of humans and machines. And he wrote a book in 1948 called Cybernetics. And then in 1950, he wrote another book called The Human Use of Human Beings. So all this is to enslave us. And this this is what blows my mind. And I hope 
people can understand that this elite has been working on a program to enslave humanity uh, all through our lives, and that so many of us have been the uh, non-consensual human test subjects for that. We don't um, consent to the agenda or to being tested on, right? That's so right. That the agenda continues. And I, if I remember correctly, Russell was a Fabian socialist too. Is that correct? That's Maybe absolutely right. Okay. Yeah, he's one so of the Fabians. So the Fabians is slow change over time has probably brought us to 2022 as the slow change over time. Yeah, very similar to cultural Marxism of Antonio Gramsci. You know, the, the Fabian socialist, like you say, is named after a general who, who, who believed in slow incremental uh, uh, destruction of the enemy rather than a quick attack. Uh, but uh, yeah, so these are the kind of the roots of it. And, and when Norbert Wiener actually invented, okay, so... 48, the book on cybernetics, 1950, a human use of human beings, anticipating a slave society with an elite, like very much like 1984, and then a lower class, more or less cemented in place. And then he invented a thing called the autocorrelator. And this is very well shown in the movie, The Minds of Men, which I highly recommend to your listeners. I'll put that um, in the show notes, too. I'll put the link to this film. You can see yeah, it here on YouTube. Fantastic. Um, watch it four times if you need to, because it's there's a lot there. And it's They do excellent work. They've done incredible stuff. Like, even on... Uh, they did something... Sorry to interrupt, but they did something on the Clinton campaign in 2016 where they were using mind control techniques in some stadium. They had all kinds of secret technology that the average person wouldn't even believe. I'll post that as well. But people are being subjected to this uh, electronic influence uh, without their knowledge. And a lot of people are very naive about that. Sorry to interrupt. Absolutely true. That's fine. Um, okay, so going back to the autocorrelator, it's actually a machine which sends information coded on electroencephalograms uh, uh, through, on electromagnetic frequencies. The information is, is sent via the uh, EEG patterns, which is how, which is the uh, patterns that the brain gives off, the scalp gives off. So the brain is always uh, capable of sending and receiving these messages. And so now we have to start to think of the human brain like a radio, uh, you know, like an old uh, transistor radio. Okay, so where does the signal come from? Well, it comes across, it's wireless, you know. And so this guy figured out how to interpret the EEG signals first. There's information there, and that's just a bunch of squiggly lines. Like when you have, uh, you know, you walk the treadmill for the doctor, he, he'll show the patterns um, of your heartbeat. It's, it's like that. Um, but he was able to interpret the, the EEG patterns and then send and receive these patterns uh, on 12 different channels from his autocorrelator machine to the individual brain. All this is wireless, there's nothing to see but he's able to get the information back from the individual. This is 1955. Um, uh, and then on, put it out on a big computer printout. <laughs> Quite the brain. <laughs> this is mind war. This, uh, you know, Alan Dulles had already called for mind war back in two years ago, 1953, when MKUltra started April 19th, uh, 2015. This was couched in terms of mind war, and we had to invest in it because the Soviets were doing it. Right, that was the big excuse, the Soviet boogeyman, right? Always the big excuse. But in fact, the Soviets were doing it, and they they made tremendous breakthroughs just like we did. In fact, you could look at the whole of the Cold War period as kind of a cover 
for what was really going on, which, okay, we had our, we had our empire, Soviet Union had their empire and we do our invasions and they do their meddling. But behind the scenes, we had our space program. Well, space program was a cover to a large extent for this. And so was Star Wars all through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s to the present. Uh, there's been a tremendous amount of research. Now we have their space force, you know, with the Air Force. And uh, this, and of course, now Elon Musk wants to put up 40,000 uh, low Earth orbit satellites beaming, sending and receiving transmissions electromagnetically so that there's no square inch of the planet, which can't be uh, surveilled and, and monitored and controlled in terms of whoever's there. So anyway, going back to the autocorrelator, there you have the prototypical uh, prototype of what Ronnie Pilled is talking about with the supercomputer, the satellites, and the brain uh, computer connection, which can be influenced. And uh, okay, within four years of that, 1959, sub uh, MK Ultra subproject 119 uh, was was uh, a project in which the CIA paid uh, Dr. Saul B. Sells at the Texas Christian University to uh, analyze. Um, uh, this kind of thing and to find ways to remotely activate the human test subject. Okay, to remotely activate means to control electronically. 1959. So these things have been going on, but they've been classified, top secret, and, and not known to the public, and still not very well known to the public, unfortunately, uh, since 1959. Uh, and this is well documented again in the movie *The Mind*, *The the, uh, the Minds of Men*. Um, there were there were five areas of concern, but uh, the main one of interest here is the remote activation of the human test subject. It is the world we've lived in, uh, and yet we've been watching *Leave It to Beaver*, Walt Disney shows, you know, doing all the normal things that people do, and this is going on underneath. Uh, top secret classified uh, Manhattan Project of the Mind. Um, Interesting. It makes me think, Eric, of Sirhan Sirhan. He had somebody who would activate. He was on a radio frequency, and there's an unknown person called Radio Man that he talked about that. And so it's like somebody didn't have to be even be with him to activate him. So it comes right out of this MK Ultra, and he's one of the strangest characters. Sirhan Sirhan doesn't remember anything, and I mean, it's you want to see the application of these ideas. I think he's probably a very, very good example. Sorry. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, absolutely. Your comment is right to the point. Uh, John Marks of the State Department uh, did a bunch of FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests to the CIA to try to get documents. Uh, this was in, in context of the church committee hearings about secret CIA activities in the 70s. And they did find a, a CIA director... Richard Helms had deliberately destroyed all of the MK Ultra files. However, somehow, in in a office of, of financial records, they found ten boxes, highly redacted, of documents relating to MK Ultra, which then were turned over. The first and only time, uh, subsequent uh, requests have always been denied, but they were sent uh, to John Marks, and he got a team of people. Uh, to kind of go through the 149 projects, again, highly redacted. And they were able to figure out which projects were on which topics at which university by which principal investigator, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He wrote the book, The Search for the Manchurian Candidate, The CIA and Mind Control, The Secret History of the Behavioral Sciences. 
So not only he, but various others, behavioral scientists, would say that the CIA uh, had such a profound effect. Well, it, 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 uh, it, it determined the direction of the social sciences by the funding that it did to the people that were doing what they wanted to do. So I, I, I would say that actually the social science were, sciences were weaponized, particularly psychology, psychiatry, and, and cognitive science and neurology. Uh, but also the other social science, anthropology and sociology, were weaponized by the CIA in context with the MKUltra project. Uh, this is a great book. It's a good introduction. Um, uh, Walter Boart came out with another one about the same kind called Operation Mind Control, the CIA's plot against America. When you start to read this, you realize why John F. Kennedy supposedly said he was going to break the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the wind. That was, of course, about a year before they broke him into a thousand pieces and and uh, took him out in a, you know, very uh, well public execution, and also an application of trauma-based mind control for the nation, which, of course, uh, trauma-based mind control really comes. Uh, it's an Illuminati thing. It has to do with abusing children, often with sexual abuse before the age of six, which causes the mind to split into multiple personalities. Now they call it dissociative identity disorder. The Nazis, Hitler, Himmler did a lot of research on this. Joseph Mengele, the Auschwitz angel of death. And then in Operation Paperclip, uh, right after World War II, the CIA and the Vatican and various other organizations brought thousands of Nazi, top Nazi scientists, some say up to 10,000, 7,000. Uh, Linda Hunt in her book says 1,600. But uh, Kay Griggs says it was many more thousands than that, and it kept going for decades. And this is not only rocket scientists, but it was mind control scientists, including Dr. Joseph Mengele. Right. He was the supposed author. to be under contract to the CIA for a couple decades. That's so right. they may have kept him as that's why they he never got caught by the Nazi hunters and died on some beach or something swimming in the old age. Is because he was protected. They wanted his information. That's my. He was a CIA contractor, and that story is told quite well in this book. A nation betrayed: the chilling true story of secret Cold War experiments performed on our children and other innocent people by Carol Rust. And she talked a lot about Joseph. In fact, she she's he went by the name of Doctor Black, among other things. But she actually tracks him down year by year where he was and what kinds of things. Wow. He was doing. And uh, there are many, many targeted individuals uh, who can remember their experiences with Joseph Mengele. So I would make the, the obvious connection here, William, that uh, the MKUltra, which morphed into MK Delta and MK Often, which was the bringing in the occult aspect to this, and many other types of, and, uh, of mind control projects, uh, Stargate, et cetera. Uh, which went further underground into the cults that the CIA often created for this purpose, including Scientology. Uh, that's a product of British and uh, American intelligence, which is very much a cult started by L. Ron Hubbard of, uh, of the Office of Naval Intelligence. And uh, these... Uh, these it's Sorry to interrupt, Eric, but it's interesting you mentioned that because I always thought Hubbard had to have come up with what he called in Scientology the tech. He called it like technology. But he didn't have a known background in those behavioral science. So it had to have come from somewhere. So it makes sense that he was getting information 
from the CIA or from something like that. It would, he was hanging out with the top psychiatrists at St. Elizabeth's Hospital around among the D.C. area and other places, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walter Reed Hospital, where they were doing these things, Georgetown University. So he, he like you say, his background, he was a cult science fiction writer, you know, about Xenu, the galactic, you know. Galactic being. Right. I mean, all of this, all of this got put into his Scientology cult, you know, his, his tremendous imagination. But at, at the core, it was a mind control project, just like Jamestown was with Jim Jones and the, the People's Temple. That was a, a intelligence operation, a mind control and slavery operation. So this is the vision that the intelligence agencies have had all along is mind control slavery for the masses become a bio robot slave. And now that we are so close to having this eventuality actually occur, uh, perhaps, you know, we'd better snap out of our, you know, <laughs> delusionary. We're in a science fiction novel. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt. Like, we're there. So people kind of, I think probably the fugue state or this kind of detachment is probably intentional. They don't want you to have a palpable understanding of it. So... There's probably the insiders with the technology and the knowledge and the application and outsiders who just like never get a chance to study all that stuff. So it's almost like H.G. Wells is what is it? The Eloy and the Morgoths or whatever. Like there's the suckers up above who are just living these lives. And then there's the ghouls who have the technology feast on the, the other part of society. It is a good analogy. Um, Dr. Ronnie Kilda says, uh, and again, she's one of my heroes. I mean, this is a this is an incredible woman. Tell me the title of that book again, Ronnie. I'm trying to pull it up on Amazon. It's, How do you it, spell her name? Her her name is Ronnie R A U N I Kilda K I L D Kilda. There we go. Kilda, and her book is Bright Light on Black Shadows. And she says she she likens this, and she was a medical doctor, so she wrote actual papers and abstracts for mind control conferences that the military held back around 2000. And she understood what was going on. Um, and uh, she wrote, uh, again, scientific papers about it. It was happening to her, but she had the brains and the determination to to, uh, to kind of push through and to try to warn the world. And the uh, victims often don't. So some of these people who are victimized by this technology do not have the resources or, or the education or the skill to accurately depict it to the public without sound, sounding schizo or schizophrenic. Well, they, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> Very good. I mean, all your comments are good, William. Uh, okay, going back to the Macy conferences, Gregory Bateson. This is in the minds of men as well. Gregory Bateson, uh, six foot eight inch British uh, MI6 spy who worked for the CIA during World War II, got in, his anthropologist got into the uh, Macy conferences. His big thing was uh, how to mimic the symptoms of schizophrenia. In other words, how can we uh, do things to somebody so it looks like they're schizophrenic and therefore we can, well, this is exactly what the targeting program is, is all about because in the uh, statistical and diagnostic manual number five that all the psychologists are trained in, they, they look in the, the, you know, they look in the book, you know, oh, well, you're hearing voices. Well, they, you know, they, they they should know by now about, you know, microwave hearing, voice to skull, the auditory effect. But they say, oh, you must be schizophrenic. Or you think 100 people are following you? Well, it says here you're, you're, you're delusional, you're paranoid. Uh, so, yeah, the, the whole program is designed in such a way that the victim, the target, the enemy, uh, will appear 
uh, can be can be written off as crazy. Now, this was done also in the Soviet Union, where they called it the psychiatric reprisal. And they would, you know, take any enemy of the state and just throw them off into the psychiatric hospitals and, you know, drug them and, and kill them, you know. Um, being more totalitarian than us for most of the past 70 years. Uh, but uh, now... And they did, yeah, right. They, uh, they, uh, they did all kinds of stuff in the Soviet Union or the East Bloc, which was the what led me to reach out to you for the last interviews because a book came out where the, the part of the harassment was to like reorganize their furniture, people's furniture, and drive them crazy. And that's oh, yeah. exactly what uh, the Manson family did with their creepy crawling. They would go and rearrange people's furniture, but I don't think anybody studied who they really rearranged the furniture and why, right? Because they may not have been random people. The devil, the devil is in the details, William, and you just mentioned something that is very typically done for with targeted individuals. Surreptitious entry into your house uh, where they'll move one object from one place to another or take it and then put it back in to make the target or the victim feel unsafe because now you know that somebody's got in maybe they'll paint polka dots on your underwear if you're a woman or something really silly like that which of course intimidates the woman uh kay griggs has done a series of fabulous interviews about this and again you know like ronnie killed the kay griggs is is no dummy uh woman has a master's degree uh in in history and is a descendant of james madison she's a fighter and go watch those eight hours of, of uh, interviews that she did with uh, Reverend Strawcutter back in 1998. Uh, my gosh, she nails it. And yeah, she talks just about that same kind of thing. So these same kinds of torture, non -to no, no touch torture techniques, uh, soft kill, silent kill, slow kill, uh, were used back with the Manson family. And again, you have to trace it back to its source. Yes, it is the CIA. Yes, it's coming from the Nazis. Yes, it's coming from the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations. Yes, it comes from Pavlov and, and you know, all the way back to Wilhelm Wundt, if you want to take it back that far. But And yes, it goes back to the occult and the Illuminati and uh, the people who, uh, for generations, for millennia perhaps, have, have fragmented the minds of their children by torture at a young age, ritualistic torture, satanic ritual abuse, satanic ritual murder is what we're talking about. Uh, in which they fragment the the mind into subalter uh, sub subalter sub personalities, which can then be uh, each one can be brought uh, kind of defined by the trainer. The, the Illuminati would have known about this, and of course the Nazis would have gotten this from the Illuminati, and then would have scientifically developed it. And Joseph Mengele would be one of the most brutal of all of the uh, of the torture doctors. Uh, an excellent book on that is The CIA Doctors by uh, uh, Colin Ross, uh, who is a psychologist out of Canada. That more or less the same book as Bluebird by Colin Ross. And here you get a medical expert uh, who blows the whistle on the whole thing. And again, Bluebird is the program just preceding MKUltra, in which they had already de determined how through hypnosis to create a multiple personality disorder uh and a Manchurian candidate, which is to say an assassin. And then we get into examples of it, which, which really get wild here. Um, here's, uh, perhaps you've heard of this lady, uh, Bryce Taylor. Thanks yes, for her memories. The truth has set me free. The memoirs of Bob Hopes and Henry Kissinger's mind-controlled slave used as a presidential sex toy and personal computer. And uh, 
you know, people might write this off and say, well, this woman is crazy. And of course, that's what they want you to do. But you read through this thing. This woman's not crazy at all. She's very, very smart. She goes back to the U U University of Southern California days when she was actually in these monarch mind control programs, monarch being the military spinoff of MK Ultra. And uh, this this is really sick. I mean, this this is so disgusting and so gross a use of another human being to become a sex slave, bio robot, mind file, spy, courier, whatever, Manchurian candidate. This is the reality behind, as you say, Bobby Kennedy's assassination, John Kennedy's assassination. Um, they used MLK. Do you know that uh, the, the so called assassin of MLK was a subject of the MK Ultra? From a literal paperclip Nazi, what was his name? It was uh, James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. Yeah, James Earl Ray. That's that he, sounds right. I he, didn't know that he was a, a MK Ultra, but that you 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 hit the nail on the head. I mean, they can create these shooters, these terrorists, out of a normal person by torturing them, and this this is well uh, well understood uh, by a book uh, written by Marshall Thomas. Uh, in 2008, I believe, or 2011, called Monarch. We just talked about Monarch, the military application of MKUltra, the new Phoenix program. Okay, what's the Phoenix program? The Phoenix program was, was a CIA program during the Vietnam War between 1967 and 1972, I think, which killed about 80,000 or 50,000 civilians. And the idea was uh, we're not doing too well with the war against the Viet Cong, so we're going to now start to take out the Viet Cong sympathizers. We're going to use all of the institutions we can and supercomputers to track and trace everybody and, and get all the connections of this family to that family and find out who talked to who and who sounds like now. Um, in America, yes, all these things have now come home. Um, the Phoenix program has now come home to roost. And the Phoenix program is now joined with the Monarch program, which is this, you know, militarized MK Ultra. Uh, program to create a bio-robot slave. So you take a human, you subject them to trauma-based mind control, you, you, you want to change the personality, you want to change them so that they will do your bidding now, so that, you know, you can get James or Ray to shoot Martin Luther King. You can get uh, uh, Sirhan Sirhan to, you know, be in the right place at the right time so they can blame him. Uh, you know, when That's he what James Earl Ray did. He was in the right place at the right time. But if you follow his, he was handled by a mystery person called Raul. He was in jail. He should have been kept in jail. He was in Jefferson, Missouri, mysteriously gets out of jail, and then does this weird thing where this is a low-level crook who somehow travels to Canada, which is very suspicious because that's where McGill and this mind control stuff is, then goes to Europe, and then gets taught, caught two months later. Like, they didn't catch him right away. It's so, and um, the family and Pepper, who's done all the research, say it wasn't him. And there's other people who kind of come out and confess. It was really a military op. Uh, MLK made Johnson and uh, Hoover angry. So I've done, I've had the for been very fortunate to look into that. That was a shocker to me. But I actually did. It was in a covert article. Um, Justin Lavrov on my show had this article, which I read into William Ramsey Investigates. That there's there was a Nazi CIA. It's unbelievable, Nazi CIA mind control handler for James Earl Ray. Can't remember his name. It was a German name. It's unbelievable. 
Yes, <laughs> the truth is far stranger than any fiction you could imagine in this regard. Um, and yeah, the Nazi connection is very profound, um, uh, you know, and... Uh, um, there were Nazis actually who were involved in biological warfare that may have come up with Lyme disease. So this island, there was a Nazi uh, outside of Connecticut on an island where they did bio-research. And then on the shore, these ticks are carrying this biological stuff that if it bites you, you get Lyme disease. And people have traced that back. And they've actually asked Congress, was Lyme disease the product of a biological experiment because there was a Nazi doctor who was brought over who specialized in weaponizing animal diseases. Yeah, so one, of, one, of, one of many at the Edgewood Arsenal, et cetera, yeah, which were staffed by Nazi uh, scientists. And uh, yeah, we, we need to rewrite history. Again, the book uh, by Linda Hunt is an excellent book. It's called uh, Operation Paperclip. Interestingly enough, one of the first house break-ins to my house where they do the quote-unquote surreptitious entry uh, when you're a target, uh, actually took that book out of my library. I've got many, many books, but that one disappeared. And uh, so, uh, of course, I got another one, and, and uh, you know, I've been consulting it. But um, what's it, the it, name? What's the author's name of Operation Paperclip again? Yeah, the first one is called. There's two. There, one is called uh, Operation Paperclip by Linda Hunt, 1990, and. Uh, no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Here's the book. Secret down. Agenda, Nazi, United States yeah. government, Nazi yeah. scientists. Yes. Secret Agenda is what the book is called. All these really important books are super expensive because I was trying to find a book for a guy by the name. It's a very easy name to remember. Harvey Weinstein, whose dad was tampered with in McGill University. And they're just no longer in public. They're not in the public domain anymore. They're not cheaply accessible there's some kind of hardcover where you got to pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks for it just like this book well okay we can't go through all the 41 bad you know devil cia doctors but we can talk about a couple of them we, we talked okay. a little bit about norbert wiener in 1963 he wrote a book called god and Gollum inc and uh that's more or less a long essay but I think in 1963, our, we, our targeted individuals go back to the 50s, according to Cheryl Welsh, who's done a lot of research on this. And so I think our targeted individual phenomena is an, the example of non-consensual human test subjects out in society. And uh, it could be anywhere in the world. But a lot of it has happened in America. <laughs> Probably there have been millions of us, I say, because I am one. I do think that these people have been tortured, are being tortured, and deserve recompense, restitution from a government which has uh, you know, cut them off from from uh, uh, their civil liberties and without due process. And um, I do think what we're talking about is crime and no punishment. So I look at this uh, these series of things as crimes, war crimes, crimes against humanity, crimes which need to be punished. They need to be identified. They need to be tried. They need to be solved. And I got the information on my website, William. I mean, you know, we got the names, we've got the dates, we've got the patents, we know who did what when. Uh, we have a criminal syndicate that is running our country. Uh, and so, uh, you know, this may not happen in the near future, present, present uh, administration. Present situation, right? Present situation, because they seem to be putting the pedal to the metal and pulling out the stops to take down our country. 
But of course, what we want to do is is take the cancer out and somehow keep the organism alive and keep the constitution and keep our institutions that are functional to function. But these right. have been infiltrated and polluted and corrupted to a vast extent. And this whole thing is about individual sovereignty. It's about free will, very core human principles that these techniques violate because all these people, a lot of those people didn't want to get involved in this or they've been tortured. And uh, I think that's your analogy with the Lord of the Rings. All the rings here, I'll bind them. So all the rings of MK Ultra and MK Often and MK, all this other stuff, all bind together to keep the real power behind the American system, which isn't the judiciary, it isn't the uh, <laughs> legislation, it isn't the, the executive. There's something else behind there. People got to figure that out. Yes, very good point. MK, of course, is short for mind control, German version. And uh, um, yes, if you look at the 75-year reign of terror of the CIA, uh, which uh, Joseph, which uh, Douglas Valentine has written a great book in 2017 called The CIA as Organized Crime, How Covert Operations uh, Corrupt America and the World. And he, he, he talks about the Phoenix program. He wrote the book on the Phoenix program. I interviewed him about the Phoenix program, so people can go back and look at that. Maybe I should uh, dust that off and put it back in the rotation. But yeah, Absolutely. I talked to Because we are now in a global Phoenix program. And this was recommended to George W. Bush in 2003 by an Australian security guy named David Kilkenna. What we need now, it said in one article, is a global Phoenix program. And that's what we've had rolled out. And that is what this no-touch, slow-kill, soft-kill, silent-kill CIA uh, torture program is, um, is the global Phoenix program using these mind control techniques, Monarch, the new Phoenix program, as he says here. But I wanted to say that, uh, yeah, the 75-year reign of terror of the CIA includes not only wiping out, okay, the basis of civilization is, the basis of foreign policy is the sovereignty of nations. Okay, what has the CIA done in this 75-year reign of terror? It has you know, uh, overturned countless democracies and other countries installed puppet governments, you know, made made the uh, uh, governments uh, uh, suitable for, you know, U.S. corporate interests. And, uh, you know, time and time again, and that story is told in an excellent book by an, another former State Department guy named William Blum called Killing Hope. Uh, U.S. military and CIA intervention since World War II. I think he's on his... Uh, fourth edition now that brings you up to 2014 because it you know it gets bigger every year uh, but, but yeah national right, the list is immense it's after world war ii yeah. all the european nation were nations were exhausted and u.s was was the hegemon and has really has been until yeah recently. we had a tremendous opportunity and we had this mythology that we were the good guy and we were bringing freedom and democracy to the world but in fact we become a empire and a neo-colonial a system very much in the British tradition. Um, and, and okay, so going back to what I was going to say, uh, uh, you know, national sovereignty is the basis of all international relations. The CIA and, and the other intelligence agencies, which are now an international cabal, have destroyed that, are destroying that. Um, and individual sovereignty is the basis of all our domestic laws. And the CIA, with these mind control operations, have, has also just demolished and is in the process of demolishing the whole concept of individual sovereignty. Uh, if you are a bio-robot puppet 
responding to subliminal suggestions like SSSS, Silent Sound Spectrum Squad or whatever, which was used in the 1991 Gulf War against the Iraqi uh, soldiers of, of Saddam's uh, elite uh, forces. And they were all told to come out, and get on their knees and put their guns down and dismantle them. Um, and they obeyed. And this was all mind control directly uh, oh. to subliminal um, parts of their brain. And, in 1991, uh, right? 1991. And of course, we have Operation Crimson Mist in Rwanda, where the two different factions that the CIA had had exacerbated and then and then you know pumped in enormous amounts of guns. Uh, then they were able to beam frequencies at them that caused rage, and uh, then all they needed to have a trigger incident. And I think some president was killed in a in a Point helicopter. Crash, right. yeah. yeah, helicopter was shot down or something. And then these frequencies were beamed at the at the majority group to kill the minority group, and it was a bloodbath of a million people. So we can now remotely control battlefields with these electromagnetic frequencies. So we're in the era of electronic warfare, and have been actually since the Vietnam War. Every time we have a war, this is when the Pentagon and the intelligence agencies get to perfect their newest weapons. And uh, General Westmoreland in 1969 said all future wars will be fought on the electronic battlefield. So we need to understand that we are in the electronic battlefield and that the war is against the American people and the people of the world on behalf of the corporatocracy, the World Economic Forum, the 0.001%. Um, you know, it's all it's coming down. It's neo-feudalism. The control now is electronic, MK. It's the new version of kind of keeping the serfs in, in line, right? Well, yeah, but more like in 1984, where you cement those relations in in perpetuity, because, you know, if if people no longer have free will, uh, then then the culling of the herd can proceed, you know, very easily. Um, they, they've hated dissenters for a long time. William, I, you know, I was uh, college age when the Vietnam was, War was going. And during that time, of course, we had the FBI's COINTELPRO which was a secret operation against leftist groups in America, much like the Stay Behind and Gladio armies were in, in Italy. And, uh, you know, that targeted and killed 28 Black Panthers in one year. And that really targeted and killed Martin Luther King. Um, and then we also had MHS, MH Chaos, which was the CIA's version, the domestic version of their Phoenix program in the United States during the Vietnam War years in which they had 300,000 Americans on their watch list in a big room in the basement of the Pentagon with their pictures on the wall. See, it's like wow. it's like wow. Saddam and, and his sons, you know, during the the uh, the Second Gulf War. Uh, you know, okay, Saddam is the ace of spades, and we're going to get it. You know, so you get this idea of you know these guys we're going to get. We're going we're going to make them into targets. They're the enemy. We're, there's well, this is what they're doing with targeted individuals all over the world. You got a list. The CIA gives the list, and then the military takes them out. That's the way it's always been in counterinsurgency wars. Now the counterinsurgency, counterintelligence, counterterror war is here. And the and the enemy is the American people like me. I'm a college professor, 30 years teaching experience, PhD, written lots of articles in professional journals, and I'm pissed. You know, it's like I want to see these guys. I want to see heads roll. I want to see these guys in jail. Because what's going on is the criminal system, which is going to lead to the destruction of our nation and our world. And it's done by the people who we pay to protect us. And it's done with taxpayer money. And it's right. It goes back to the same principle that the American Revolution started on. 
taxation without representation, right? It's the same complaint. I mean, in my opinion. Um, Absolutely. Uh, what's what's the phrase out of the Declaration of Independence? Uh, when a long train of abuses, uh, which evidences a uh, uh, a pattern uh, for to to enslave the people in complete despotism, you know, then it is the duty, indeed, it is the um, it's the duty and prerogative of the people to change that government. We are past that. We were there in the, in the Vietnam War. We were there in, in the assassination of Kennedy when those sons of bitches killed our president. I was 14 years old. I was at the funeral. Um, these guys have gotten away with murder for so long. And I'm talking about our military. I'm talking about our CIA. I'm talking about our NSA. I'm talking about our FBI. These people do not deserve to be paid next month. You fire them because of of their crimes and then you put them on trial and whatever the the jury decides you know life imprisonment uh, execution whatever you go with a legal uh, legal response but these people are criminal the and of course this is why they're doubling down now they right i think michelle just made a good comment they're starting to censor stuff like this so oh, censorship sure. is now a global thing canada the u.s Obama, who's probably the de facto president, uh, is going to Stanford saying, we got to stop all this disinformation online. But what that means is disinformation that countervails their information, which is almost pure propaganda. So, And, and so emissions, like the emissions, like this stuff should all be talked about on the major corporate media, at least something somewhere. It's almost not nowhere. You can never find just even the most topical um, conversation about MK Ultra on these on these corporate corporate outlets, which should tell you a lot. But uh, Eric, you have so much information. I do. I could do a second part with you in a nanosecond. But unfortunately, I got another interview in five minutes. Yeah. And your webs. Is there anything you'd like to add or end? I mean, no, I think you had a pretty good ending. Where's the best place to reach you if people want to follow up with you? Well, I, I will mention my website. I, I really never retired. I quit teaching after 30 years in 2011. My websites are gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com, which is what we're talking about here. Uh, yeah, that's it. Gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com. I started in 2016, now almost 2,000 posts. Tremendous amount of information. And uh, you heard, I just read a, a message uh, to one of the articles. The guy said, you know, he thinks that the website helped save his life. Uh, good. We want we want good people to stay alive, you know, because the bad people are targeting good people is what it amounts to. Criminals are targeting good citizens who they think might cause a problem for the new world order. The, another one is uh, uh, 911nwo.com, that one. Another one is naturalclimatechange.org, which plays to my experience as a physical geography professor. I certainly have studied past climates uh, for most of my career and certainly know that the global warming thing is, is a gigantic fraud, always has been. And uh, to, to control energy, uh, to control everything through the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. So don't believe them when they call for climate lockdowns. That would be about as logical as saying, Okay, you have to stay in your house because the sun comes up tomorrow. You know, I mean, right. climate change is like the sun going around. You know, the Earth going around the sun and appearing. It's been that. happening since the beginning of time. This yeah. climate's always changed. It Absolutely. depends on what part of the Earth you're on. So. Yeah, all of, they had they had to throw out all of Earth science to come up with that absurd, ridiculous hypothesis of man caused global warming. But some of us Earth scientists are protesting and saying, "Hey, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense." So another website is San Luis Valley in which I investigated the depredations of Maurice Strong and the United Nations 
in San Luis Valley, Colorado, where I live. And uh, he was trying to set up a from Canada and the protege of the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. And he called himself the, uh, you know, Captain Planet, the, the savior of the earth with all these environmental groups. But he also was a billionaire many times over in gas and oil. So he was a tremendous, uh, uh, tremendous uh, fraud as well. And uh, so San Luis Valley Waterwatch.com does explain some of the issues there. Um, and then my last website is EricCarlstrom.com, which is my musical website. And I've got something like 22 CDs. I've always been a musician as well. Started playing guitar when I was 13. And my most important project for what we're talking about now, I did in the fall of 2019. Thank you. And that's called the Lifeline Project, which you can see in which I have 74 tracks in which I combine my music, uh, kind of background piano and guitar music, to some of the most important information from my gang stalking mind control cults.com website. And then I have it available to people. So if people want to understand the program quickly, uh, this is my attempt to explain it. 74 tracks. It costs about 40 bucks, takes about four and a half hours to listen to. And you'll get the understanding of the big picture of what's going on with this no touch torture, soft kill, silent kill, slow kill program. You will realize you're not crazy. You will realize who's targeting you and how and why. And uh, it could save your life. So that I'm very proud of. I haven't made much money at it, but it is available uh, online and it's, it, people can just download it and uh, and listen to those tracks. And I hope they do because uh, this is what we're up against. Yeah. Right. Well, great information. You're super knowledgeable. So thank you so much for your time and all the research you've done. Again, it's Professor Emeritus Eric Carlstrom, PhD, and his websites are 911, was it 911nwo.com and then gangstalking mind control cults.com, which I'll include in the show notes. Thanks so much. Excellent. Well, thanks very much, William. Hang in there, my friend, and you're doing great. All right, cool. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Yeah. I'm gonna stop it.